0: Yo, head up, think fast, you're about to feel the blast. It's the dopest podcast on the net, oh yeah. All us geeks, fresh your bet. We round the world, we round the net, so get ready and get set. Cause we make it look easy, no sweat. Jeff and Jordan, the host, yeah, they be the best. From the north to the south, to the east, to the west. They cover movies, comics, TV shows, books. These guys gonna get you hooked. Don't stop now, just take a look, and don't forget to sign our Facebook, cause what they doin' is board games, video games, yeah they on it, they fly like a comet, interviews, you's up, this podcast is pure, give voice to your inner geek, that's for sure, geek out any topic, no one ain't gonna ever, ever stop it, so if you wanna go and get it on, then head to allisgeeks.com.
1: Welcome to another episode of All Us Geeks. I'm Jeff King. I am the remainder of Jordan Steinhoff. <laughs> and we're here to cough and hack for your inner geek. Ah. <laughs> Poor Jordan. I mean, it's...
2: I should just live in a bubble.
1: It's gone on close to a month or so now, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you braved it and came to... Hang out to record the podcast.
2: That's right. <laughs> and you're, all the listeners are going to get the full benefit of my bravery.
1: Oh, Jeff's going to get the full benefit of editing your bravery. <laughs> I'm only going to cough when you're talking. Nice. Well, I still edit out your side, but you can hear it p- a little bit in the background. <laughs> oh, Okay. Not a lot for General again, but once again, thank you to those that are hanging out with us and sponsoring us over on Patreon. We do appreciate it. And, of course, uh, those at the shout-out level, which would be Nicole. Uh, I guess I got to say Nate's name. Nate. (sighs) Stephanie, Timothy, David, John, and Don. Thank you very much. Also saw somebody came back at a non-shout-out level, so thank you as well. I'll talk to you We're not going to say who. Yeah, we're not going to say who, because it's not what they wanted, but I'll be talking to him later.
2: <laughs> Was that creepy or sexy? <laughs>
1: <It's>, yes.
2: <laughs> oh, I'll be talking to him.
1: <laughs> Actually, I have talked to him a couple times today already. Uh, let's see. That's really all I, I have, unless you've got something.
2: I do have something,
1: oh, cool. in fact. good.
2: I'm going to issue an apology <laughs> oh, to Randall, geez. and... Oh. Uh, and, and, oh, and, and the, the crew over at Catalyst, cause I'm sure they just wait with bated breath for our every app. <laughs> uh, but last time we kind of ripped on them, uh, about,
1: uh, it'll be a while before they hear this
2: about Shadowrun <laughs> and, uh, cause we were talking about Crossfire and, oh, yeah. and our belief that it's a dead game. And I saw on their feed yesterday that, uh, they're actually working on a new boxed expansion of all new missions for Shadowrun Crossfire.
1: Nice. I so. missed that. How did I miss that? I don't know, man. You got to be on there at four Jeez. in the morning. <laughs> well, usually I get like pre notice of releases from Randall, <laughs> like before they go up. Oh, I it's, remember. This,
2: it's still in playtesting. It's, it's not. Oh, They're still using, It
1: wasn't like a major announcement. It was just like,
2: oh no, some it's Monday not an announcement. Trigger. It was just yeah. one of his. All, all hey, their, look at what we're doing right now yeah. for seventeen games in a row. Yeah, the all,
1: all their announcements. I usually get at least. 24 hours before they So you know. no,
2: it wasn't okay, a, it cool. wasn't, it was an activity announcement, not a, a release announcement. All right. Cool. But, but yeah, that's so awesome. They, they're doing a whole new box of new missions for Shadowrun. Crossfire. See, I thought
1: you were apologizing for our reviews because that's the last episode that went well. Yeah. That's,
2: well. <laughs> that's why I laughed because it kind of dovetailed into it because <laughs> we ripped on Crossfire. Then we did the two reviews. And then the very next week, <laughs> really magic of editing, here we are. Oh. So, yeah. There That's goes. awesome. Yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to that. I I do have to say I I think we might have said it here. I don't know. I know I've I've talked to a couple people outside of the podcast and I don't remember if you and I have talked. I'm actually I'm in again for 6th edition. As am I. We
2: didn't talk about it, but I was talking with Mike and Roch about it. And just even knowing just as little as I have because I haven't really been paying attention to all the news, but I took a, uh, uh, I saw that the rigor the new Riggers guide is a free mm-hmm. download. So I'm going to download that and look at it, but They've just, they've just pricked the, you know, they've hit the vein just enough that I'm like, no, screw it, I'm gonna, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna I'm gonna buy that. I'll probably am, pick it up I at Gen too. Con. I was really disappointed. Actually, I think
1: I've already pre-ordered it, just not the like the limited edition one, but I pre-ordered you the. You don't want to pay two hundred dollars for no, another book? No, no. I mean, I, I love the game, but it's. I mean, I guess you know I could because it's just going to sit on the shelf probably.
2: <laughs> like that's never going to crack the spine. It's, yeah.
1: Uh, but no, I was, yeah, I think I I pre-ordered that. Um, I I made myself two more pre-orders from Hell. One I think with miniature market, one with cool stuff, and one of the two has the book on it.
2: <laughs> well. Since they have a pretty solid date for that, one would hope that's not going to screw anything up.
1: Well, it's, uh, it, it was two orders of almost fully pre-order stuff. <laughs> so, you know I'm getting screwed oh, somewhere it, along Cadillus the Catalyst
2: is going to have their <laughs> shit out on release day, and just everybody else <laughs> yeah, is going to dick with you. Pretty much. So, when that book shows up, what we do is we lie to Megan and Sarah.
1: <laughs> I, I already don't like this. This is just not going to go well for me. (laughs) I can tell. And
2: we tell them it's going to be Gloomhaven. (laughs) But then you don't put out the box and you just put out the book (laughs) and three (laughs) pregens.
1: I was actually uh, talking to Ashley about it over the weekend too. And I, God, I I still want to do an LA thing. Mm. I still want to do the Hollywood thing because I just like the idea of of that. Not being in Seattle. (laughs) Well, that too, but just the, the whole change of, of it, right. It's like where it's more like shadow runners or celebrities kind of thing. Just that whole, yeah, we're running in the shadows, but we want to be known. That's right. We're running, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing.
2: We're famous for what people don't think we do. Right. So
1: I I totally want to run that still. Mm
2: -hmm. I still, I still have. Everybody's a multi-class face something. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) That would be
1: kind of interesting. I don't know. So we'll have to take a look at the book when it comes in and see what's going on. at the very least, we should plan like a one shot or something so that we can talk a little bit more about the sure. system. I think it's been a while. It's been a while.
2: Right. Yeah. Cause that Godfather's game day picture <laughs> crawled across my, we thought you'd like to remember five years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I wouldn't. Cause this is a depressing picture. Like this and my dead cats. These are things that you don't need to show me.
1: <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> I think we're done with general. <laughs> All right, so game review, <laughs> which will involve no dead cats. <laughs> so we're reviewing a game about tossing cats. Oh, we're gonna—we're re- doing
2: exploding <laughs> kittens. I thought we were never gonna have those games on here. wait 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 I,
1: I won't. I won't say never. I guess because you never know what's gonna happen. But it's not gonna be because of me. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> If somebody wants to back the Brink's truck up for that game, sure.
1: <laughs> all right. So this is this is an off-rails episode. <laughs> we're going to look at... I'm mildly medicated. <laughs> we're, nice. We're going to look at Forbidden Sky, uh, published by Game Right and designed by Matt Leacock. You know, the guy that is responsible for many, many co-ops that we all play right now. And enjoy. And enjoy. Maybe we got to, we got to save something for the end.
2: (laughs) No, I'm just these other games we play and enjoy.
1: So yeah, we're looking at forbidden sky. One of the reasons I think we're looking at it is because, uh, I mean, you, I mean, this is like Megan's favorite series of co-ops. Sarah's too. Is it? Okay. So Sarah's too. Yeah. So, which I find interesting because I still remember trying to introduce the concept of a co-op to Megan and her looking at me like she's going to take my head off. And again, every question afterwards was yeah but how do i beat you (laughs) because she's got such a competitive family Mm -hmm. uh so the idea of co-ops was so foreign and she was just like this this is not going to be good i just tell give me a way to beat you (laughs) and uh but as you know if the game beats us she gets her competitive (laughs) edge right there and goes okay I'm going to beat this non-interactive AI. That's right. (laughs) Uh, So she's really come to like co-ops, and the Forbidden series is by far her favorite series.
2: It looks like we got our playgroup for Apocrypha, too, then.
1: Oh. Yeah, I still want to play that. Me, too. So Forbidden Sky, again, uh, another one in the Forbidden series. This time you're (laughs) in, like, a, a sky dock, and you're trying to escape as it's all kind of Uh, The weather is going crazy around you. The winds are picking up. Lightning strikes are coming down. And you're trying, and I'm I'm assuming it must be like cloudy or dusty or something. Some would
2: say that the weather outside is frightful.
1: uh, A little bit. (laughs) I'm not going to continue. And so you're trying to find the launch pad where the rocket is. But, of course, it's not that simple. Because if you get to the rocket, it's not powered. So you have to make sure along the way you're actually getting power to the rocket properly as well can't just run one line to it oh no you have to complete a circuit that's
2: right
1: <laughs> to get the rocket to fire 14-3 grounded cable here <laughs> yeah. which is
2: a big roll of romex yeah
1: so um i'm not gonna go into a ton of like how to play i mean you know not no already. because it's pretty standard yeah so again yeah if, you, if you've played any of the forbidden games or even like pandemic and stuff like that which you know again is i think he came out with pandemic first and then forbidden island right after that which was a, a kind of lighter version of pandemic for sure but again it's everybody's got a role you know there's there the rules nobody are, <laughs> dies from a disease but they will yeah. die <laughs> the the rule you know there's a set set rules everybody has a role that role breaks the rules in some minor way for the group and you're trying to work together again to find the the rocket and get power to it and then everybody has to be on the launch pad as well if I remember right because <laughs> you know we don't ever see that part of it but. save it <laughs> And again, standard fare, everybody's going to take four actions. What those actions are, you, you know, move, explore, scout. Um, I don't know. Is there another, like, put something out? I don't know if that's a yeah, wire. wire.
2: Yeah, you got um, a wire.
1: Yeah. Put or move no, a wire. Yeah, put
2: or move a wire. No, put out or remove a wire.
1: Yeah. And again, it's you, it's a little bit of tiling because you're grabbing, the, you're putting these tiles out and trying so uh, to, to make the, the board and the path to get to uh, the launch pad. It has you know equipment cards like you're used to seeing in, in a bunch of these games as well. So overall, I'm just gonna go into components. Sure. So Forbidden Sky has a lot of interesting components. I think um, I think one of the things that, about the Forbidden series is they do try to make some really nice visual components for. Yeah, the Yeah, you
2: got the little idols or yeah. treasures in the 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 one game, and in this game, you got all the cardboard cards. You know, same as you know. Yeah. Waters rise. Well, not water. Winds intensify. You know, you yeah. got your, the little difficulty tracker, all that tracker and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. you also have, uh, a rocket ship, mm-hmm. a base for the rocket ship, short, medium and long wire Wires. coils yeah. yep. and the small, uh, metal capacitors, plates that are going to yeah. act as capacitors. Small and medium you
1: capacitor or whatever. Yeah.
2: To get you to complete the circuit. And it's really, uh, a lot different than either the previous two games mm-hmm. in terms of both the number and the type of, uh, of components included. Yep. And it, it looks really cool.
1: And the cool thing is like the other two had really cool components, you know, and you had, like you said, the, the idols or whatever that were, were in an Island. And then you were actually kind of building the ship or whatever in, in desert. And this one, uh they take it up like one more little notch where it actually if you complete the circuit properly the rocket actually lights Lights up up and and, makes sounds like it's blasting off so all of that's pretty cool so um overall again what uh what you're used to in this uh version i will say this is this one does not come in a tin no the the other two at least the versions that we got um which were like when they originally came out, I think they both came out in tins. Well, there's a lot more bulk, bulk to this one. There is a lot more bulk to this one. So this one is a, a regular, you know, game box. It'll screw um, up
2: your shelving look if you're, yeah, if you're trying game. to group
1: all three together. Yeah, yeah That's not going to work very well. But yeah, the overall components, again, sturdy cardboard, um, the, the little plastic tracker pieces that you're m- probably used to with some of the other games, cardboard or cardstock, you know, for your your rolls and everything. All of it, and then uh, plastic for like the uh, uh, rocket and 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 other things, and then of course the um the not of course but the capacitors and the wires have magnets on them. Uh, the the base for the rocket has a magnet on it, so that it all connects. All high quality, top notch components mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. We also usually also talk about the art. Art uh is again very very good for this game. Very colorful. Very it um it's 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 not detracting at all. It actually works really well, and I, I like the art um in the whole series. Really, that I think yep. they've done a good job.
2: Each series, the art has been unique, and this conti- each game, I should say, in their series, the art has been unique, and this this continues it. You're you're building the little power grid as you go, mm-hmm. or maybe you're not supposed to, but you're building it, and <laughs> you've got the little save it for later linked <laughs> maze that you're trying to build. It's uh I joked that it was kind of zero with electricity. So if you've played zero, you kind of get how the t- yeah, tiling. Yeah goes along
1: Except so yeah it I doesn't just, make you follow it but no, no. no that might <laughs> uh, make no, you last it's, longer it's uh yeah it's it's death sorrow <laughs> uh rule book again this is usually where we at least talk about the rule book from a component standpoint the rule book is very nice very clean and uh, uh has a, a lot of cool stuff with it um but since we are going into mechanics we'll leave the rest of the rule book talk for later sure so mechanics again. Um, if you're used to the uh, Forbidden series or co-ops in general, it's there's no surprises here. Uh, again, you, it's some tile laying because you got to make your path to the the launch site. Um, you also have to build the launch site. The launch site is going to take up to four tiles, uh, so you got to have the proper tiles and and build that as well. There's a little bit of there's a minor bit of push your luck but not in the way that you're used to i i'm gonna say like from where you decide to end your turn and stuff and what could potentially happen i think and any co-op has a bit of push your luck to it in that you know you're, you're trying to mitigate what you think is coming up and 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 make it so it's not as bad and you know we've had bad beats on that in various games so uh so they, well, if you wouldn't take you know, the dude with only four hit points <laughs> um You know, again, technically not a push your luck game, but I always kind of feel like a game, a a co op has that amount of push your luck because you're always hedging your bets on clearing stuff just enough. I've
2: always looked at it more as as risk mitigation. Risk mitigation your luck. Your your luck.
1: (laughs) And of course, the the co op side. So you're all working together. Um, Jordan has been replaced by Barry White, by the (laughs) way. Show you right. Uh, Show your game right. So yeah, uh, there there's no surprises here. If you play co ops again, roles and, and so variable player power kind of thing and all that good stuff to help mitigate various things happening and and that's not a bad thing because it's what you're it's kind of what you're expecting. Again, this is a series of games, a series of of games that are enjoyed in the house. So uh, I'm not look. It wouldn't bother me if it suddenly was like oh crap, this is completely different, but. Well, the they weren't
2: break, trying to break the right. mold because yeah. it's a good mold. They they yeah. have changed each edition, and you can kind of look at it like that. They've changed each edition of the game yeah. um, enough to be its own thing. Yep. But each one is familiar enough with the other that doesn't matter which one you start with.
1: Right. Yep. Definitely. Uh, in fact, <laughs> so here's our here's our next forbidden game night. Ready? Ready? Oh, right. Okay. So we start the forbidden sky. Yes. Where we lose, mm-hmm. which. Makes us drop down to the island, mm-hmm. so we play Forbidden Island. If we lose that, we go to Desert because we woke up from the fever right. mirage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. now we got to escape the desert. That's our next. That's our next All Forbidden right. Night. All right. <laughs> that's how they work in my head. Anyway, sure. Right now. Sure. <laughs> so no, yeah. Uh, me- mechanically, it's a it's a sound game. Uh, you kind of expect that. Uh, going into it, like I said, solid series that, that we've kind of enjoyed, so the mechanics here work. Again, there's enough different, but it works the same as if you've played Island, if you've played Pandemic, if you've played, you know, Desert, so uh, definitely enjoyable. Okay, so the rules for Forbidden Sky. Rules are pretty, pretty solid. It's, I don't know how many pages, because they didn't actually put page numbers on anything, but it looks about like 8 six or to eight. 12. Yeah. Uh, Decent sized rule book. Again, this is a, a bigger box, and it is very well laid out and has lots and lots of images in it. Very colorful, but it also has lots and lots of images in it. Has some nice, uh, kind of sidebar kind of things, and it's very easy to kind of go through and and use for setup and teaching. Again, in fact, the Forbidden series is one of the few series as, as well that like Megan will break out and start trying to teach or whatever. And I think she did that with us originally when when you guys came over the first time because i kind of was like all right you want to play it let's (laughs) see what you got and so i i think it it flows very well i don't think i mean i know we've looked up a couple things here and there but i can't think of anything like outstanding that we were like go to the rule book we got to know this no we
2: we looked up things that were more to see like we must be doing something wrong yeah but not i'm still not convinced yeah as near um, as we can tell we're not doing anything <laughs> wrong.
1: So, yeah, definitely a, a solid rule book uh, and easy to uh use and and learn the game. So, uh with that, uh the teachability of Forbidden Sky is pretty high as well because the rule book does a solid job. Um it's not something that you need to go over too many more times again unless maybe you're new to the series or something like that or it's your first co-op you might want to go over it a couple times, but you know, yeah, but
2: still, there's a limited number of actions. So yeah. as long as one person has a grasp on the book, each person has a limited number of actions, and there's a limited number of, very limited number of negative things that'll happen. So
1: yeah, I mean, I agree with that because because it, it is like your turn is pretty basic. You're going to do four actions, then you're going to resolve the bad things, then you're going to pass your turn. Yep. So it's it's pretty straightforward, and everybody, we get cards for what the actions are, and again, it's it. One of the things, I I think, I tend to think on the teachability scale, it's hard to go wrong teaching a co-op because there isn't that hidden information. thing. Everything's Uh, open. Yeah. So, definitely teachable. All right. Replayability, or how many times in a row would you play Forbidden Sky? Well,
2: (laughs) I know that we're going to play it at least one time. (laughs) One more time. Because Megan is loath to have a game in the house that... (laughs) she that that has shut her out mm-hmm. and and currently i think we're at five plays or six plays and we're over yeah so, we pretty
1: much know we'll play it twice in a night for sure
2: yeah <laughs> um well no past past performance is not an indication
1: of future performance if we i'm can, just saying we have played it we twice. we have but I think we've even played it three times
2: if we can knock this out in one play I will never play it. Again. Uh, <laughs> it is almost exactly like the other two games in, it differs in theme, but mechanically it is the same as Island and, and, uh, Desert. But whatever we are doing wrong, cause surely it has to be us. Uh, this is a game that I don't want to play anymore. I, I know we're going to play it so that we, we, we can get Megan the win. But I don't want to play this anymore. Uh, it has frustrated me.
1: <laughs> All right. So technically, cause we always do the technically lately, mm-hmm. there is replayability in the box. Okay.
2: Yes. Technically there is replayability. <laughs> uh, the variety of how your, 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 your tiles come out, the variety of how your gear comes out, the limited variety and of how the bad things happen. Cause. In the other games, you have there's a little bit of fudgeability because you can sandbag or you can uh, um, dig out a tile, you know. Mm-hmm. So the bad things are not necessarily always critically bad. But in this game, there's no fudging. It's like mm-hmm. unless you're in a tile where a specific thing is, kind of like in in desert where if you're in the tunnel when the sun beats down, then you don't have to waste water, right? But the, uh, the, the, the defenses here are all in specific tiles. And if you haven't found those tiles, there's really no defense, defenses. Uh, there's a little bit of equipment, but that's mm-hmm. all one shot as it should be. So there's variety in, in how the tiles are going to come up, how you're going to have to build your grid. And it, I mean, the, that grid building is a really solid mechanic. It, mm-hmm. When you showed me that, I was like, wow, this is really cool. And there's variety in how your gear comes out. In how the events are going to impact the group. Uh, there is technically a lot of replayability here. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: It's also, um, six characters that you can be and it plays up to five yep. and you're supposed to randomize that. So you can get a different combination depending on the number of players you have. Um, I mean, obviously, you you play the full five, there's only going to be one out. So at some point, you're going to have <laughs> pretty close, but still. Uh, so yeah, technically there's a lot of le- replayability in the box. And again, it's also one of those things where, Uh, Like most co-ops, you can adjust the difficulty and all that stuff. So, can you?
2: Do you want to? Because we've been playing it at beginner and still getting our asses uh, kicked.
1: Megan, I forget what I think is one above that has that has not made the difference. No, it has not made the difference. But yeah, she's (laughs) uh, she does play it on like novice or whatever, which I always give her crap about. But we it won't do that anymore, will you? Oh uh, yes, I will. So how many times in a row would I play? Well, like I said, we have played it multiple times, but again, that's been because Megan uh, has a hard time losing and, and losing to a game versus another opponent, I think uh, kind of throws her off a little bit. Um, I can learn to
2: think Jordan, but this, this just random total AI <laughs> bullshit. No.
1: So yeah, we are going to play it more. I, I have a hard time I have a hard time kind of judging where I am on this game just because again uh the la- especially the last few times we played it was just like okay and it's done. Yep. And I just sat there kind of sat there looked at the board and I'm trying to figure out what we could have done different at, at the time and those two games there were really nothing we could have done different in my in my mind at the time.
2: And since there's no event mitigation it doesn't seem to Lend itself to slow play like we had been talking about, mm-hmm. like lay out some of the grid over here, lay out some of the grid over here, put some buffers in between so the lightning isn't always jumping along like a, a grid-wide path or something like that. Mm-hmm. But those, they just, they happen so fast anyway.
1: Yeah. Like I said, the only thing that I could kind of come up with like you and I were talking about earlier is if we're trying to purposely make sure the, the copper doesn't go all the way around and to maybe not put copper out uh, yeah. as soon as we had been in, in a couple of instances. Because for us, it was like, okay, so we lost a little bit of rope, mm-hmm. but not bad. But it was the light. And uh, again, you, you randomize the characters that you're using. And we had the last couple of games we played, we did not have the medic. So there was no healing and we were stubborn and said, let's go again with same characters. We can do this. We can do this. So we played without the medic. Like we were talking about upstairs on one of our initial plays, like the first time we ever got together to play this, we got close. Mm -hmm. But it's been so long ago. I can't remember if we had the medic or if that played a big part or how, because we got all the way down to, we just needed to get on the launch pad and lost. But see, ever since that play, we, we haven't that. even gotten the freaking launch pad set up.
2: And we had a big grid, though, that first game. So we had yeah. a lot of the de- defensive tiles out there. And we had a lot of gear, too. Mm-hmm. We cycled through a lot of stuff that was protective. That Those grappling hooks saved lives or whatever mm-hmm. it's called.
1: I honestly can't say how much I would play this if we get it into a place where I understand what we're either failing at or you know what i mean it's just like my head is having such a hard time wrapping around that and wanting to solve that puzzle that i really don't know overall how i feel about playing the game multiple times or whatever it's 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 a weird one for me it's like so there's replayability in the box but i don't know how many times in a row i would play it right now i just can't can't do it right now
2: if somebody (laughs) points us to like a really good step-by-step breakdown of the game that we might be able to find what we're doing wrong. Because <laughs> I find this game to be so ridiculously hard that I feel like we have to be doing something wrong.
1: I feel that way too, but it's just like again, the, the, especially the last two games we were, we played, it was like lightning, well, it was lightning, like lightning, 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 row, lightning. You were dead and, like, okay, and we had like um, yeah. four tiles down. Yeah, and you, and if, you know, and it makes sense, right? And every game it's, you got all, but yeah, not being able to lose even one person yeah. Uh, with that much lightning coming along. And again, not having the medic, I still think, and we've tied, but it, it's almost required to have yep. the
2: medic. At least the medic.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. That's, that's so the, the theme, the theme for Bi- forbidden sky. I think the theme is really nice and, and, and oh, it's really solid. Low. I really and like it. again, that with the art and everything else and what you have to do, I enjoy that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um. I, again, the three games in the series all have a different theme and all of them work well, and this is no exception. It's the the theme is is very solid. I like it. I like what we're trying to accomplish in the game. All right, so then we go where we've kind of already been. Is our fun factor slash overall? So we're not sure. Like it's it's not a complicated game. So there's we. I don't think we're doing anything wrong, but it feels like we're doing something wrong. (laughs) At this point, I want to go see if Rodney
2: has done a watch it played on it yet (laughs) or ever and and watch that.
1: Just watch somebody else. Yeah. Because I'm sure. And again, if you're out there and you've played Forbidden Sky and you're like, this is the easiest game in the world, let us know. I'm sure there are those people out there. But for some reason, we've never had a problem. You know, we, we, well, okay. So we don't always win pandemic, but we get through pandemic fine and 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 if we lose, we kind of know what happened. We're playing pandemic legacy right now. We kind of see what happens. We know kind of what happens. We know what to get ready for. And we usually Jordan
2: gets cocked.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When (laughs) when Jordan just says, I'm not gonna use my turn because I don't have to. Oh shit, we just lost. (laughs) That's that that's a key indicator of what went wrong there uh again but forbidden island forbidden desert i mean we've played all of we've played the series we've never had a problem with any game in the series yes we've lost from time to time but we knew what was yeah, going it's not on a, not knew, a win game yeah but, we know. we knew what was going on we knew what to maybe try different you know or we knew okay that's where we got posed. this one i i don't get that i don't i mean it's like i mean yes we just lost because lightning came up four times in a row how did we get around that, though? I mean, it's like, so if I'm out in the open, and like you said, I had the character that only had four health, we don't have a, a medic before it gets back to me. By the time it gets back to me, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing I could do unless somebody else, and I was playing one of the character that could move somebody else. So nobody else could really move me unless right. they got the gear, Yep, which we didn't have. So again, it's just like, I'm at a point where I don't, I'm frustrated because I can't see it like any of the other co-ops we've had. Where I'm like, yes, this is where we got hosed. And, I mean, we got hosed just by the game, generally. But, I mean, not like, yes, this is where we could have fixed that.
2: I mean, I'm willing (laughs) to play this a few more times. But (laughs) if we don't get a win soon, to my mind, this is going on the same shelf as Harry Potter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Megan wants to play Harry Potter. (laughs) See, now, I like Harry Potter. So do I. But I'm frustrated as... (laughs) (laughs) And that game, I, you know... I, under, I mean we get far in we just kind of i understand and maybe it helps that two player megan and i went through the entire thing and breezed through it you know it's beatable. <laughs> yeah well, I, I know it's there uh but yeah those final years uh not to mention now that we have you know the expansion that you're supposed to play after the final years and she she wants to get to that sometime but see yeah that's a co-op again it's a co-op like it's hard where we are. It, it, it's, it is frustrating because at a four-player, we just can't seem to get past that one year. But you can see it along the way where you have potential. Mm-hmm. I just can't get that with, with Forbidden Sky. I just can't see every game we've played other than the first time, which again, where, where's the lightning in the bottle there? Ah, uh, Yeah, There. See, we need a bottle for the lightning. There you go. <laughs> um, but ever since then, it's just like I, I don't get what's going on here. And so and clearly we must at least the first time we played we knew how to play the game <laughs> cuz we we almost won. The <laughs> ship like, was hey, out. It was yeah. prepped. It's like, "Hey, here's your beginner's luck." And exactly. You're screwed for the rest of the time you ever pull this game out. It it's it's like it's like a horrible drug dealer. It's like it's like first hit's free. First hit's free, but it's not going to be quite the high. But if you ever come back, it's never going to be the high. <laughs> I'm just just telling you that now. It's going to be a you are big never war
2: needle. Herbs, uh, nope. <laughs> you,
1: you were never high, but you will never be close to high Okay. <laughs> 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 it's like the worst drug dealer ever. <laughs> but I will give you that almost high for free.
2: <laughs> I'm just giving you a bag of salt.
1: Man. Okay. Uh, anything else you, you want to add to the... No. Oh, I God. mean, it's like...
2: If we grade this game on everything except mechanic on playability, it's like an eight. But then when we actually sit down and play it, it's like four.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, again, love the series, love the theme on this one. I mean, if you're a fan of the series, you probably probably already have. I mean, it's not a new game, but it's it's somewhat new to us. We finally got it. Megan, you know, Megan wanted to again. She loves the series, so I got it for her, and we've been playing it off and on oh <laughs> shut it uh so yeah I mean, if, um definitely definitely give it a try if you and again if you've already played it and you think we're complete idiots let us know that as well because i mean we hear that daily anyway
2: um it's it's just good to have a, <laughs> a definitive worksheet yeah yeah,
1: yeah yeah i haven't had i haven't had my my life performance review yet so go ahead and call me an idiot. uh no but if you play the game and in, in, in maybe you tips, tricks, whatever, something something like that along the way, let us know. Because, yeah, this one is is kind of getting, especially to the two of us, because, again, it's it, it's not going to go away until Megan gets a win. <laughs> I mean, we know that. Yep. <laughs> so anything you could do to help us get there <laughs> would be awesome. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's our uh, glowing review <laughs> of Forbidden Sky, a good game that's frustrating the hell out of us. Okay. What we're watching.
2: I have been uh sick. So
1: I've had a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of watching time. A lot of watching I time. See.
2: We did season two of Rain, which still haven't gotten to that. Uh was really well A, it was only six apps instead of ten, I oh, think. Shit, I gotta go back. No, no, no. it's only six apps. Yeah. Uh, and uh I can knock that out. I found it overall pretty disappointing. First app yeah. started off strong but not to my liking. And then they just continued that for five more apps. And I was like, I, yeah. Some of y'all need to die or something. Just let's, that's th-
1: how I wake up every morning.
2: <laughs> let's thin the herd and get some new cast members in here with people that might have something to add to the story. It was step by step, a hundred percent predictable. Everything, <laughs> everything that they laid out in, in season one just turned into a checkbox. For things that they had to reference, and then just minorly evolve on for season two, <laughs> up until the last app, and then I was like, "That's what's going to happen, and that's why it doesn't work." Hey, it happened, and that's why it didn't work. <laughs> and I'm not a genius. This was just weak writing. Tried starting to watch uh Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. watched the first app, and then it was immediately canceled. canceled. Yep. So I don't know if they went back and released the rest of it or not. Because I don't. Yeah, care I was. I was
1: wondering about that. I mean, I know they canceled it before the first episode even really aired, didn't it? Or it was like at the same time, yeah, at almost. the same time.
2: Yeah. Like, Hey, here you go. Friday ah. at eight, swamp thing number one, Friday at eight oh five. We're done.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if they released all of it or if they just were like, nope.
2: <laughs> and then I watched, uh, I powered through an entire season of an anime called Prince of Stride, uh, on Funimation. It is, uh, a sports anime, high school uh parkour
1: team. Mm. Uh,
2: it's it's not as bad as you'd think. it was no, not as I, good as I was hoping, but it was not as I, bad I, as you'd I, think.
1: I I'm in, actually. Um parkour actually. <laughs> Only if they're as good as like when they do parkour on the office.
2: Oh much better than that. <laughs> Damn. Although they don't shout parkour. <laughs> yeah.
1: That w- that would be awesome if it was just about a horrible, horrible parkour team. <laughs> that would I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost Horror. made it but I broke my leg Parkour, Parkour. That's, um, That step is two inches too up
2: And Jessica Jones season three Apparently started and I don't care I have not started that uh, I'm not going to
1: I think I I mean I, I I think Megan was out for the second one I think I watched the second season by myself I might watch it or at least start it I mean I didn't finish Punisher So I'm, I'll at least see if I'll give it up. Punisher work. Punisher killed it for me. Yeah. This
2: could be Emmy Award winning TV for all I know, but I'm not going to watch it because I don't care and I'm just waiting for Disney Plus now.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, we already know it's the end. Exactly. There, There's nothing that they're yeah, going to put in that's going to be a hook for anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they so, might want to see it. I don't know. We'll see. Well, they've had Is better that I,
2: character, or characters that they could have done a better <laughs> wrap-up for. Yeah. No, Started I, I, with Daredevil, should have finished with Daredevil. I agree. Could have had but a better I'll, ending for I'll, Punisher. I'll probably check it out. No, don't do it. You don't tell me. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, and that's it. And then just watching. Cause I've been sick. Way too much mindless shit on YouTube. <laughs> that is if the, I looked at my, if I was able to sometimes. see my personal analytics on YouTube, I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> I am messing with their algorithms. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> we watched the Deadwood movie, and I don't know. I I found it kind of meh. I had I no cluster. interest in it. Yeah, I mean, we did. I mean, we loved Deadwood. Oh yeah, I loved the yeah. show. But I just I don't know, it was a it
2: 8 years ago. This would have been a great movie.
1: <laughs> well, see, I don't even I don't even know if that's true either. Just
2: well, 8 years ago it would have appealed to me.
1: <laughs> well, uh, that that's probably true. I don't know. I just it it felt like it ended like there was going to be another episode. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it felt like a really long episode, but we're not going to get part 2 or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just it there were there were bits and pieces that were okay. And I found, all right, but it's just the, I, I, the overall flow and everything. And then like how it ended, it was just like, okay, I could have lived without this probably and just been fine with the Deadwood series as was. So I don't know. I might be in the minority on that, but I, I, in fact, it was, I didn't even ask Megan what she thought. I was just like, all right, that was a thing. We're currently watching the most recent, series of luther mm. um i don't i don't know where we are in it um but yeah you know, that's megan's man so um you can't argue with that choice no
2: nah, not don't be jealous
1: no i'm not <laughs> uh i just i'm i'm always. i like this show but i'm always in and i it, i think it depends on the season or whatever and it's i don't know i mean i, I seem to be kind of in and out of this one it it almost feels like, unless something major happens in the next episode or two, it's like, this should have already ended. <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like to me, anyway. And let's see. So then, um, on my own, I watched... Uh, there, on my I, own. uh, There were two seasons of this show called In the Flesh. Hmm. you see that one at all? It's on Amazon Prime. Sounds familiar. It's like a... I don't know
2: if it's a UK show or whatever, but... Is this it's, the one where the... It's it's, uh, it's like droids or something.
1: No, uh, this one is um, so the the whole zombie thing happens. You know the
2: oh the, these are the 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 dead the incorrectly rise. dead or yes. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah. um, yeah. but but there's a cure. Yeah. So now it's called partially deceased partially syndrome. Deceased, yeah, I know they had it. Yeah, the, partially, partially yeah. deceased syndrome. So it's I I don't know. I thought it was kind of a cool take. And again, it's like the you know the the rising happened. It didn't happen to everybody mm-hmm. kind of thing. So there's nobody they don't explain nobody knows why or whatever uh, but
2: yeah some, it's just it starts off after the fact everything's yep. been dealt with
1: yep um yeah and you just get like you know because some some because i think they attribute it partially to the medicine because they they do have to take this it's gotta get their weekly serum shot or something yeah like weekly that, or yeah. daily or whatever it is uh but it also kind of triggers like flashbacks and stuff so it, it follows this kid who was a zombie um and him trying to kind of come back home now he happens to live in the area that was like huge human volunteer force army against the undead mm-hmm. kind of thing so of course it's you know not not at first they're trying to hide them and stuff but it's supposed to be you know hey as long as they've gone through the treatment and we've released them and they take their medicine they're good they're citizens again yep. kind of thing um i don't know so it was two it's two seasons i don't know if they're doing a third season. I enjoyed it for what it was. And again, I think the premise, I really, I really liked the, oh shit, there is a cure. And now how do we all feel and integrate And it still has the, 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 what at, at its heart, what a a zombie genre is. It's man's inhumanity to man. Yep. Except for this part is like, you know, it's still man's inhumanity to man, but the monster isn't, you know, the the monster is communism. The the genie's back in the bottle. Yeah, Yeah. But you still think you get, you know, to run free and do as you please, you know, kind of thing. So I enjoyed it for that. I, you Mm -hmm. know, it it was a pretty decent show so far. And if they come out with a third season, I will definitely watch. And then I watched the three episodes of the most recent Black Mirror episode Mm -hmm. or series that they only put out three. It's the one with Miley Cyrus that everybody's bitching about, uh, which I think is unfounded.
2: Honestly. I don't know, it's Miley Cyrus. That deserves a certain level mm, of pitch.
1: See, I, I mean, you know, first of all, some people are saying that, well, Black Mirror is just the same thing. Well, same thing that they've always well, yeah, no shit. Black mirror, the entire premise is how technology is screwing with us and, and us as humans and humanity and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So yes, all three episodes deal with that. Are they the greatest episodes I've ever seen? No. But they fit the Black Mirror thing. There's one episode where I kind of took me a while to remember what it was when I was thinking about this. So, I mean, obviously that one didn't stick with me very well. But then I've also seen this big kind of outcry. Oh, I, I can't watch it. I had to turn it off immediately when I heard Miley Cyrus uh, butchering Nine Inch Nails songs because that's what she covers. But to be honest, first of all, M- Megan and I were talking about it. she hasn't watched it, but we were just talking about it because she kind of knew about the. Little yeah, if up- Johnny Cash up- can do it. Miley Cyrus <laughs> can do it. <laughs> Well, and here, here's the deal. Trent Reznor is very involved in anything their music is involved yeah.
2: in. He wasn't going to let that go forward <laughs> no. unless he at least found it acceptable. Yeah.
1: And here's the other piece, which I I liked and I think is interesting. So the, the thing that everybody is bitching about is actually pretty relevant, I think, to the story. So she is like this poppy, you know, singer. Um, and... Her songs that she's written are the these nine inch nail songs, so you know as as the thing goes on, you kind of find out that you know she's got this deeper, darker side that she writes these kind of dark lyrics and stuff, but her uh, I think it's her aunt is also her manager and has some accomplices that are making her pop pills to kind of get her and and they tweak the songs whenever they can of stuff to make them poppy and uplifting. So yes, you're getting Nine Inch Nail songs as poppy uplifting songs with the underlying that that's not how she's trying to write her songs. That's how they're getting produced because that's a little sell mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you know, and there's a whole bunch more to the episode beside that. But at its at its premise, that all works for me. That makes sense. So to just go up, oh, that's Miley Cyrus, and that's a Nine Inch Nail song. Oh, oh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen, and and to cut it off from word one is that's stupid. Silly. So again, it's 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 Black Mirror. It's three episodes. I actually of the I think the first one and the Miley Cyrus one. I actually did kind of enjoy. And again, I the the premise of the Miley Cyrus one with the Nine Inch Nails songs, especially if you keep with it as the episode goes along and you find out all this shit, it makes total sense. So that's my take on that. <laughs> and then the last thing, which I'm currently watching, which uh. I don't know if your wife has heard yet, but Chambers has been canceled. Oh, really? Yes. So uh, a few days ago, they put out that there, there will not be a season two, but I am finally watching it because, you know, she keeps asking me if I'm going to watch it <laughs> whenever she comes over. So I'm watching Chambers right now. Um, Apparently, it was like horribly panned by the critics. It's like 41% from really? Rotten Tomatoes or something. She like really that. liked it. She thought it was yeah. really strong. I, I think it's decent. There are some wtf moments here and there but i mean for what it is i mean it's 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 a horror genre and i am enjoying it so far i i was kind of like I, said, I haven't read anything about it um until like today is when i found out and i guess it was back on the 18th when they announced that they're so it hasn't been that long uh that they're canceling it and not coming back for a second season and that's where when i saw that then i hope you know i was looking through it and it's like oh 41 and that was Netflix, critics right? hate it Yep. Um. Yeah.
2: Yep. Netflix. Yeah, because they've been really brutal. I mean, like brutally brutal in just gutting stuff,
1: chopping stuff. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, it's not coming back for so I'm X number of episodes away from it being done. Done. (laughs) Uh. So it'll be interesting to see how they ended it because I'm guessing they didn't. Yeah. They probably didn't know they weren't coming back. Although I think these days you kind of need to maybe bank for that on
2: netflix i think i think (laughs) this should be motivation for people to write tight one and done seasons yeah
1: all right and that's so that's what i'm watching so what
2: we're reading slash listening to i finished a book called not alone by craig falconer i don't know if we talked about that the last time we recorded because we did miss a we did miss a week yep i ended up giving it three stars on goodreads because it starts off with a really strong alien conspiracy theory premise. The unexpected person finds the proof that the aliens happened. The visitation was real. And then rather than being the government trying to kill this dude or, you know, or the government trying to, to negate, you know, uh, what they, uh, his finding, the first half of the book is kind of a, a PR battle, which was, I thought was an interesting take because he, he does hire a, uh, public relations person to manage the dissemination of the interv- uh, information and his his interviews and whatnot. And the whole time, this government guy that is his bane for the book is like, nope, doesn't matter. I made the right choice. Doesn't acknowledge what has happened, has changed the validity of his choices. Just, nope, I did what I thought it was right. And so it was right. And then the twist, which I had one of two twists expected. And this turned out to be neither. So the first half of the book, I liken it to X-Files actually, because the first half of the book is Mulder. He knows the aliens are there. He's, he had the proof as a kid. So we have the proof. The aliens have been there. So the first half of the book is the first seven seasons of X-Files, Mulder and Scully. The back half of the book is Doggett and Reyes, where <laughs> it all <laughs> fell apart It it had a really strong start. And then kind of the wheels fell off. I don't know if Falconer was like, uh, you know what? I've got 50, 100 more pages of ideas here. Let's just throw those in <laughs> or what happened, but it it ended very overall. It was overall it was okay, but it was somewhat dissatisfying. So give it a shot though. Cause it, it, it's good enough. It's worth the read. And I finished Knights Magi by Terry Mancour. This is book four, I think. In the Spellmonger series, which I think I've mentioned before, rather than focusing on the Spellmonger, though, it focuses on his two apprentices. In the previous books, his apprentices were kind of background characters, a little bit of comic relief or a little bit of uh, plot armor. You know, hey, apprentice number one, go do this at this point. And then, you know, six chapters later, at the crux of the battle or the denouement of the political (laughs) machinations, it was revealed that all this stuff that Apprentice 1 did is, was, turns out critical. It all happened off camera, but it turns out it was all critical to what happened, and that's why we won the day. Uh So this book it was an attempt to make the two Apprentices um, characters, but they just turned out annoying. <laughs> so the book ends with coming back to the Spellmonger and laying down the groundwork for the next one or two books. Uh, so hopefully it'll be more focused on the Spellmonger, because I'm Somewhat disappointed that neither Tyndall or Andol, those two apprentices died. <laughs> uh, not sure who I wanted to die, but just one of them should have. I think that would have been a much better book. Uh, currently I'm listening to, uh, Tiamat's Wrath and I think I'm a month into that and it's just not gripping me. The, this series, it started off so strong and I love them. Uh, and then just as it has gone on, it just got a little bit weaker and a little bit weaker. And now to my mind anyways. And now the drop-off is just like, really, you've got one more planned after this? I don't know that I'm going to make <laughs> it through this one. But I gotta. I'm emotionally invested now. I want to see how it ends. I hope it ends satisfactorily. I mean, I don't know what satisfactorily is going to be, but I, just, I hope <laughs> I like the ending. And I'm currently listening to Alphabet Squadron, which is a Star Wars book. Which, previously I've said, I'm not going <laughs> to read any Star Wars books. But, this is not a mains book. This is, it's a bunch of new characters, it's, it's looked like, it's scheduled as a trilogy right now, but it looks like it's going to be the new EU version of Rogue Squadron and Wraith Squadron. So it's, it's none of this Poe Dameron crap. And in, in fact, it takes place shortly after uh, Return of the Jedi. It's the era where Imperials have started to defect. Um, so like starships are just showing up, individual people are showing up, you know, it's, Everybody's that has a shred of a conscience is defecting. Um, so it, it seems like they're setting it up to be a, a potential longer than three, but it seems like it's going to be a Wraith Squadron, Rogue Squadron thing where it's, it's none of the mains. And I'm happy about that. So, <laughs> uh, that's why I'm giving it a shot.
1: Okay. I have a new e-learning client that's pretty big. So I've been reading a lot of e-learning scripts. And what are you booth.
2: e-learning about now?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> some some app and how to use the app hey they
2: just pay to say the words not to understand what you're talking about
1: exactly it's it's all white noise to me right now just to kind of get through it I, and i'm also doing um the video sync forum mm-hmm. so it's it's pretty in-depth which i'm fine with because i charge more than for that is if you make me do stuff outside of the booth then i need to get paid okay <laughs> uh and it's a new client so we'll see i'm there um They said that they've got a lot of other things that they want to do, but we're working through this one thing first to see if we mesh. I want to say they're from Finland, I remember right. They're overseas. Finland, Finland, Finland. Um, So I've been reading a lot of that. Of course, as I've talked about now that we have our music collection digitized, I'm listening to a lot of our music again, rediscovering all our stuff. As you also know, I've been going through and diving through a lot of WordPress theme documentation (laughs) lately. (laughs) someday our our Us Geeks website is going to look different when I can find somebody that doesn't create a ridiculous theme that tries to wipe out our entire site. Uh, and for some more light reading, I've been going over uh, business, manufacturing, and publishing uh, books and stuff. Um, Casual toilet reading. Yeah, pretty much. And there's various reasons why I've been doing that, including giving some help to some people. We know I uh, went into auto consultant mode one day when we were out prototyping somebody that had a, that wants to go to Kickstarter. It's a friend of ours. And I'm like, well, have you thought about this and this and this and this? And then I started down a pricing and manufacturing nightmare that they were about to put themselves in. So I did some research and then I've got some other things that I'm looking into for that as well. So yeah, that's, that's kind of been my light reading. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I got in that realm. Fun stuff. Yeah, but I mean, technically, I'm reading. <laughs> Pages
2: are I turning, mean, buttons it, are clicking. Yeah, it, it,
1: it's outside of my clinic work. So. Uh, all right, so what we're playing? So I've got some things. I don't know. I mean, I know you've been sick. I made it to Don's gaming weekend for a day, so I was able to get some games in.
2: Other than Gloomhaven, the mandatory sushi dice and Forbidden <laughs> Sky, which is. The last time we got together, did I we play sushi. Dice? Dice?
1: No, we didn't. We didn't. No, remember we were thinking about, it, and I was like, "No, I think I'm done." And you were like, "Yeah, I'm. Oh, I'm good with right. done."
2: The dreaded Friday night game. Yeah, we
1: we did a Friday night, and we were just all wiped. Yeah, yeah. We we were thinking Bad of planning. sushi dice. Yeah, and, we were, and I was just like, "I'm done," and you and you were done. I was dead. You just needed somebody to say it yeah. besides yourself. I was-
2: I, I didn't want to be the person to throw
1: the towel in. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we skipped that. Uh, yeah, so, I I mean, I, I put down Gloomhaven as well because I knew we, we played. I, I assumed that was yeah that was the last game we played because our next session is going to be Pandemic, Pandemic. Legacy. Yeah. Uh, so, I played Whales Destroying the World, which was a Kickstarter, I believe. So, I actually taught that one. It's kind of a bluffing slash social deduction kind of game where... You know, you have the different roles. So there's there's whales, there's turtles, there's superheroes, and I'm missing something. Anyway, so it's it it it, it it's a pretty quick game. You're kind of passing cards. The Harpers played with us. Sorry. <laughs> so you, you 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 kind of have these cards. You you depending on your role, you want different things to happen. Superheroes want people to collect superheroes. Whales just want to, you, you can have up to six whale cards in front of you, and they all have point values, so you want to total up your points. So you so you, there's three different color whales, and depending on how, you can have two of each color for your sixth grid. If somebody passes you a third of that color, and you take it, that wipes out your 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 section. And, and so there's there's a lot of, yeah, you really want this card, or hey, this is a blue card. And really, you might have passed them a red card, which wipes out their red or that kind of stuff. But also, what happens is you pass a card, you give some information about it. If they take it, they have to add it to their army. If they don't take it, you have to add it to your army. So, and then the reveal might also give away a little bit about what your secret, you know, identity is, and what what your potential win condition is. Then, if if somebody guesses that, so it's a cute little game. I didn't, I didn't mind it.
2: So is it like a like a really confrontational like Zuloretto, Coloretto kind of thing?
1: I don't know, I don't know if I'd necessarily uh, go confrontational. Again, it's like you you start off with so many cards in front of you. You have you you draw two cards, you discard one, so everybody gets to see what you discarded, and then you pass one. You pick somebody around the table, and you just kind of go. You oh, know, so it's not just left right. No, it's anybody you want around the table, and you just kind of go. You know, like you might say. This will benefit either of us or you really don't want this card, you know, or this is a blue or, you know, this is this is a nine or this is not a superhero, you know, it, whatever you want to say about it. And then it's up to them to decide, are you lying and or do they want to do they want the card if they don't think you're lying? You know, that right. kind of thing. And again, if they don't take it, then you have to take it. So, I mean, there are multiple times where I passed a card and I I wanted it. So, I let them know right up front. It's like, okay, this is a red card. It would have wiped out their red. Like, no, I don't want it. No. So, I put it back in mine, you know. But there there are other times I did, you know, other things like this will work for either one of us. Okay, I'll take it. No, it's a superhero. Yeah, a superhero is going to work for either one of us. And if you get three, if anybody gets three superheroes, that ends the game and the superheroes win. If anybody gets a set of six whales, that ends the game and then the whales. Win, but then whoever has the most points for whales would is the actual whale winner kind of thing. There's like a sidekick. The sidekick wants the actual superhero player to get three superheroes. Uh, the turtles want to end the game by having no whales in front of them. You know, so there's all these little different things that you're trying to. So everybody has a different manipulation. And the cool thing is, is it's not elimination. It's like a somebody sees their win condition on the table flips. Right. The, the only weird role we kind of had was there's a were whale mm-hmm. and the were whale can only win one. That sucks on a full moon in Nevada. <laughs> yeah. One, if the whales win and before the whales reveal who they are, the were whale has to go around the table and accurately guess every person's role. Oh wow. So I think our, our th- Second or third game we took that one out <laughs> for a while. So anyway, it was, it was a cool little game. It was you know just I think we played three or four times. Goes quick. It, you, you get you get a decent amount of people that you know can want like to play the bluffing game or whatever. It can it, it's a little bit fun. Then I sat in on a game of my little scythe. Oh yeah, how is that? Uh, you know what? It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was uh, played with uh, uh, Brian Ashley and they're kids so you know it was, we had a pretty full table for it i think we might have been able to play with one more person i can't remember but yeah it was it was uh I, I haven't played scythe have you played scythe oh yeah okay so i haven't played scythe i've kind of avoided scythe to be honest but i mean it's it's a hipster <laughs> yeah that's it uh, it's a, I don't want to say, it's a watered down version of Scythe, I, uh, but like the kids around the table that hadn't, pl- that, that played Scythe, but hadn't played My Little Scythe were like, oh yeah, that's like this. That's like, you know, so it's very recognizable as a Scythe game, mm-hmm. but there's some, there's some differences. I know Ashley pointed out, like one of the things she likes is like when you collect resources in Scythe, I guess you still get like your full movement. Mm-hmm. In My Little Scythe, if you pick up resources, your movement gets limited until you either drop them or use them oh, okay um so that's and it was kind of cool i i enjoyed it and then i taught wingspan mm-hmm. so uh that was enjoyed uh we already talked about gloomhaven i played shadow run sprawl ops how was that i am in yeah that was and, and again last game of the night i was out the door said hey you want to play I was. i was thinking all right you know hour or something so I, i'm like yeah i'll play and then they're starting to the set up and everything and i finally asked ashley how long it was going to take like, about two three hours i'm like oh i may have made a horrible mistake and i almost left but at the last minute i was like screw it i don't have anything going on tomorrow i'll play so i got home about two thirty in the morning <laughs> uh but i quitter <laughs> uh, i got through the game you could have slept um, there got a second game i think they all left well ashley and them left with me and it was her game so yeah (laughs) um solid i i i enjoyed it uh push your luck worker placement Mm -hmm. uh yeah i really want to play it and oh as
2: as soon as she got the the first half of the kickstarter delivery she was like when do you guys want to come over and that's like when i was just starting to get (laughs) sick and i'm like i don't want to sound like a dick but like i'm never coming over because i am going to die (laughs)
1: I like I said I I am I'm fully I I skipped the Kickstarter I think mostly cuz around the time I just didn't have the money to spend on anything and you know I well, Catalyst has had a nightmare with
2: their fulfillment Oh well, yeah I guess. I,
1: I yeah. know which also I found out like they cuz it's partially because of their fulfillment partner which is a prominent prof- fulfillment partner yeah. I, I was
2: super shocked I, I was blown away at how poorly this yeah. has been handled So it was just weird it's
1: like okay but yeah, just, uh, especially to, like towards the end of the, the game, it's just this handful of dice goodness. Like it's, it's like, I'm it's shadow playing run. shadow Run, you know, can be brutal at times. It was, but it just, just awesome. Just, I had a, a great time with it. And it, again, it's, it all had to do with the theme and, and everything, right? I mean, we're, we're big. Sh- we love shadow run. We can't get the RPG on the table to save our lives. So anything like this. So you get this and encounters, and you scratch an itch for a while. You know all the different missions coming up and trying to accomplish them, and looking at how I'm getting my butt kicked every every time I turned around. And how I can't, I couldn't make money to save my life, and but
2: all in, all in. So it's like Shadowrun,
1: yeah. all in. I was, yeah, I was like, okay, well, this mission just went to hell. And I I think I said that at one point. I said, so it really is Shadowrun. It's like, here's your planning. You're trying to get here's here's your runners. Got a plan gonna get this mission all oh, goes to hell all right this is shadow run <laughs> nobody said anything about the dragon <laughs> yeah so uh actually she showed me the dragons you could also i was like oh the dragon. so i have that was that's part of my pre-order hell now has that even gone to a retail release yet it's gone to pre, it's it's in pre-order oh, okay so that that's part of one of my pre-order hell and again i i'm gonna be i'm kind of sad I'm gonna be watching for it because you can't get the five to six player expansion unless you were well, in the some Kickstarter. Some people can
2: get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. People that shouldn't be getting it.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but I mean they're not like yeah, openly not selling that, or which yeah. sucks. Or the co op version kind of thing, which we didn't play. We we played the competitive version, and that was fine. But yeah, I'm I mean I I came home that weekend, and that was one of the things I threw on a pre order was that and and the sixth edition book.
2: Yeah, I of, uh, I really want to play it, and I'm waiting. So I can get through like an hour without coughing before yeah. I hit her up. Cause it's like, yeah, I want to play it. And Mike wants to play it. I want to play again. I want to between play <laughs> a lack of health and time. It's like, cause she, she hit Mike and I up and I'm like, well, I'm good on the 15th. And Mike was like, I'm good on the 16th. <laughs> and she was like, are either of you good both days? No. <laughs> well, how about then? Uh, no. How about then? No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, the only thing that sucked was, and this is not the game, this is just the, the general game, because this happened in Whales Destroying the World as well. Every time we start going through the explanation and getting ready to play, hey, can I jump in? So I think Whales uh, Destroying the World got explained six or seven times in a row before we ever got to actually, and the deck had to be readjusted yeah. for more players and all that stuff. So, um, it wasn't as bad with Shadowrun, but there's a lot more to explain with Shadowrun Sprawl Ops, right? So it's like, it was hard to kind of, and especially that late at night is like one of your last games or whatever. It was kind of to a point, it was just like, let's just do it. I'll see what happens as we go along. Teach me the 32-page rulebook (laughs) at midnight. Because there was a lot of things going into it I still didn't quite get. I was like, screw it. I'll figure it out as we go. I will ask questions as I'm putting out my runners. Let's go. And... It, it, you do. You figure it out as you go along, pretty, pretty good, and stuff. And again, it's you know it's worker placement, so there's spots you got to put yourself. But all in,
2: all. See, there in. you go. We start <laughs> off Sarah and Megan with that game, <laughs> there and then say, "Hey, I we said if, Shadowrun, but we didn't say it was going to be sprawl ops." So I wonder if Megan would play that. It's competitive. It's full, it up, full competitive, on, competitive.
1: Yeah. Oh well, we'll see. We might uh, once I get it in. Well,
2: you okay. just tell Megan that Sarah said she'd play it if Megan will, and I'll tell Sarah. <laughs> the, the that's reverse usually, that's usually so that's, all the, that's
1: usually what does happen is megan playing is sarah playing
2: <laughs> yes yes the answer is always, <laughs> always yes, yes.
1: <laughs> all right uh so there you go there's another episode of all us geeks in the book uh and
2: our conniving shenanigans to yes. get our our yeah. women to play games and then, no
1: no nobody message them please because <laughs> we know damn well they don't listen that's right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and again, if you've got anything to say about Forbidden Sky, they can help us get through a game and Tell us win what it we're for doing Megan. Wrong. That'd be awesome. I'm Jeff King. And I'm a Canadian. Thanks for listening. Thank you for checking out United Geeks Network family member. If you enjoyed it and are looking for other online media with a geek culture slant, head over to UnitedGeeksNetwork.com where you will find. Who, What, Why, a game design podcast. A podcast that talks about the ins and outs of game design with game designers.
0: The United Geeks Network. You can broadcast your geekiness at unitedgeeksnetwork.com. Uh. cause all us geeks we last at geeks.com. that's where we unleash the bomb Jeff and Jordan from coast to coast best of the best, the number one host so put up your cups and toast cause here the end we approach but come back for more raps more fun, more laughs, more this more that, up and down the mat cause we geeked up and thanks for showing love, we give our viewers thanks, with knowledge in the bank cause y'all are top rank and never should be spanked, so thanks for tuning Spin, cause here we win, win, win. Cause that's how we always been. Well, it's been fun, it's been real. Till next time, stay chill, stay trill, do what you.